0: and we're live
1: sweet we're here hello
0: all three of us in one place at one time this can't be reality
1: nope except for you know that's usually the case <laughs> except yeah. for like the past month i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly this has been a special case this past month hey last week all three of us
0: were here <laughs> if you could yeah i was so angry you have no idea like right as soon as the call dropped for me, I was just like, "I've had enough of this." Stood up, threw <laughs> my computer chair back, just walked out of the room.
2: D- dramatic <laughs> movement. So what it was, is it, What it, was, it was going a good on? moment? It was a good moment that you came for, though. It was, yeah. And we'll... like, it's better than if you came than like, if you came like at a random game that you just had nothing to say about
0: <laughs> and then just left right away.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <That's... laughs> yeah, we're just talking about like. I don't know, Pokemon, you're just like, I'm tired of this, I'm just unplugging my internet.
0: <laughs> Kick it out of the wall and walk away. I'll just tell them
2: it went down again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They don't care anyway, whatever. <laughs> walk away. No, I'm back. Uh, just today, actually. Today was the first official day back with, I've been having internet issues for the last week or so, basically. It was running fine for a while. We had, like, a weird power surge here, and ever since then, it was spotty down here in the basement where I, my computer is, and, uh, yeah, it's been crappy ever since, so I got a dedicated line put in just for the computer here and for Netflix on my TV, so that should fix stuff, I hope. Nice. Cause, so, that's all done. Wait, so
2: that mean you're just running wired now?
0: No, it was always wired, but for some reason, like it, the thing was upstairs before the modem. But now there's All like right. a second modem just for like my purposes down here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we just basically got uh, another line ran from the box to another
2: modem down here.
1: Yeah, so it must have been something wrong with the other modem. Yeah, exactly.
2: Does
0: does that could mean have you're been... paying
2: like two bills, or how does, or is it just no, it's just one add on? Okay. Yeah. It's just one bill,
0: so it wasn't too bad. They got that all installed today, and I've been just trying to play catch-up ever since. Been watching some YouTube videos from people that I haven't been able to watch from catching up on podcasts a little bit, but more importantly, downloading updates for every game I have, which is, like, all of them, because if you miss a week, you're screwed, and you have to yeah. download every update ever. So, yeah, it's been educational. <laughs>
2: But we're competing with that. that music stream. How many people do you think we're, we're losing to it?
0: At least a
2: hundred. <laughs> at least a hundred. Okay. Everyone. People, people are just we're like, losing everyone.
0: we're losing every single person. There's yeah. nobody listening to us right now. I wonder if our, num- right if our
2: number is actually less than normal.
1: Well, we're at 17 right now.
2: Well, the, I think that's less than we normally have.
1: Yeah, we usually have a 50.
2: It is an off day, and again, it,
1: it is an off day. People
2: weren't expecting it. so
0: Nobody that expects true. it.
2: And all the cool kids are at home on a Friday night uh, listening to a video game podcast. So that,
1: that's how it works. A, you spend your Friday also, nights listening to the Top Ten Perspective.
2: Boom! There you go. He just said it. I yeah. think that means we have to start talking about games. Not really. Uh, but... All right. I think that's the rule. So begrudging yeah. about it. We have to just avoid that that those three words in succession for as long as we can, or else we have to immediately talk about games.
0: But we have to say it once every podcast as per legal obligation.
1: Yeah, that's that's true.
0: Yeah. So we just try to make it towards the end and then cut it off at the very end, right after we say it. That's okay, though. I have games to talk about this week. Well, for the last two weeks, basically. So I'm good to go, I think.
2: Well, then you, to should, you should go. You weren't here last time. You should, what have you been playing?
0: Okay, I'm still trying to parse my feelings on some stuff, so I'm hoping my brain works a little bit better as I talk about the games. I, I'm i just going to go past quickly. Uh, I started, I played Heroes of the Storm today to try out new characters. Sylvanas Windrunner was added to the game in the most recent patch, and she is totally fine and playable.
2: So cool. that is fun time. Is this a MOBA? Yeah, it's, it is. It is, in fact, a MOBA Hello Cat. This is the, okay. Yeah. Blizzard's so, doing a lot of stuff, though, so I just, um, I forget. They,
0: they do a lot of stuff. Yes, that's true. Um, yeah, that game's still fine. Some UI tweaks, some, uh, tweaks to level cap and stuff, so now when you play games with heroes, you can level them up to level 20 instead of 10, which was a cap before, and yeah, I need to play the new map still, but I, you can't choose which maps you play, which is a Big annoyance because I wanted to just play that new one that they added so I could talk a little bit more about it, but I can't. So instead, I'm going to move on and say I played Phantom Breaker Battlegrounds. That's that game by those people who did that Scott Pilgrim game that no longer exists Ooh. for people to buy. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So imagine Scott Pilgrim versus a world. The game. Now imagine okay. instead of having to stay to a license. They just let them go crazy with whatever they want. <laughs> That's basically what this game is. It plays basically the exact same. There's more comboing in it, so it feels more like a fighting game than the other. Like, the other one felt more like your... Um, just a beat-em-up. Like a beat up Streets of Rage style or yeah. River City Ransom more specifically. Which was
2: the entire point, yeah.
0: Yeah, and this is basically that same format, but there's more combos involved and, like, a lighter RPG system... But it can unlock more combos or like more damage or whatever. And yeah, I don't know. It's totally playable. It's great. Um, the music is quite good, but it's still not as good as Scott Pilgrim, obviously, because Anamonaguchi did not do this one. <laughs> so for sure, yeah. There's that <laughs> they they didn't have. I mean, that's like one of the best video game it.
2: soundtracks ever. So
0: yeah, yeah. It is, really, and this doesn't hold a candle to it at all, but everything else plays exactly like you would want if you like that game, so it's something worth checking out, I think. It's pretty good. Uh, next game I played, Reign of Kings. It is a terrible piece of shit survival game. <laughs> uh it is an early one of those early access titles, much like Daisy Rust or any of those sort of things. It's set in a medieval time period where you basically wake up on a beach with nothing but like a hammer. Like a wooden hammer or sword or whatever the hell it is and you just have to try to survive that armor. Is it a
2: hammer or a sword? Those are two pretty different You know, tools. it's basically
0: like a piece of driftwood that you can swing around. <laughs> so but it's so that, like a little so like heavier a on one end. Yeah, it's more like a club, I suppose. That would be okay. the better descriptor for it. Um the reason why people are were talking about this for a little bit when it came out is because it is so broken. People were just having fun screwing around and doing dumb things with their friends like tying them to things with ropes and like pulling them around while naked on a beach. Like they were people were just having fun with how broken the game is. I didn't play it with friends and it was terrible. It was one of the worst times I've ever had in this year in early access. So <laughs> How
2: do you know it's medieval times? Are there, like, castles? Yeah,
0: there's there's a whole, like, building element. You can build walls and structures and stuff. There are castles. The idea of the game is there is a king, and you can overthrow the king, like, with your clan or house or whatever and become king and, like, do that sort of stuff. So that's kind of the gameplay element in there to make you want to... Survive, get stronger, get better gear, or craft better gear, like find people that you can play with and overthrow the castle basically to become king. But this seems a lot more like,
2: like structured (laughs) than your usual survival game. It is. Those are just literally just like survive. It is. It has like an objective.
0: But the, yeah, it has an objective, which is kind of sad when one objective makes a structure for a video game, really. Like, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It it devolved into what all these games do online. People just, like, belittling each other and then, like, doing gross, lewd things in chat and all that sort of stuff. I didn't have very much fun with it at all, and I it made me come to the realization that I'm not in the market for another survival game. Like, I have my one or two that I've been invested in and I know about, so I can play them pretty much any time and feel comfortable with it. I can't open my heart and mind up to another one, though. There's so many of these damn things everywhere, and I'm just kind of tired of them. So, right. I had a bad time with it, and I don't suggest anybody buy it. Uh, One I am having fun with, though, is Cities Skylines. This game okay. is, this is ab- a hot game right now. It's absolutely fantastic. It is so good, and I can't really tell what it is about it that made it better than SimCity, mainly because I didn't play that new SimCity. But I've never really been big in a SimCity for a long time anyway, but this just felt good. There was something so natural and, like, charismatic about it. It's very basic, but there's stuff you do have to learn, like building roads and buildings and stuff. That's all easy, but then there's you have to worry about, like, electricity and later on taxing people and loans from the bank, all that sort of stuff, so... That's all in there, but really at the core of all of this is basically how well do you handle traffic and having a lot of people in an urban environment, which makes sense because the thing they did before this company is a... Uh, what the hell is it called? It's called, like, City in Motion or something like that, which was just a transit simulator building game, basically. Right, yeah. So this yeah. is kind of just, like them adding on a SimCity component to that but it works kind of there's still some issues i have with the transit system and like building the highways and stuff to make sure they don't get completely run amuck with cars and building the public transportation system which is kind of weird because you would think that if they did that a whole game based on that before they should maybe have that really down before they start adding new stuff into building a whole city but either way it doesn't really matter uh i put way too much time into that game and i didn't feel like time was passing at all it was one of those games that you just it just eats up all of your time because there's so many little things to manage and the fucking industrial area always keeps burning down in my town for some reason and i don't know why there's somebody running around setting fires and
2: Wait, is someone actually setting a fire, or are you just
0: screwing something up? I'm not screwing something up, because on every street corner in the industrial area, I had to put a fire station, and the the building right beside the fire station burned down. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do?
2: (laughs) I'm so angry. I mean, like, if you're gonna start somewhere, that's a good place, like, it's a critical spot. I guess, like, if you're gonna, if you're an
0: arsonist, getting rid of like the fire station might be your first choice. Otherwise, exactly, maybe, yeah. Otherwise, you have like, to take send them a out message, of the knees, right? You have to send a or, message yeah. to the fire station so that when they look out their windows, they're just like, "Oh no, we can't do anything about this," even though we're next door. Uh there's weird little problems with that, like, um, with the city, like the dumping and stuff, getting landfills and incinerators and stuff like that. It just seemed like no matter what I did for a while there, the dump trucks just weren't going out at all, like to to enough people to get
2: rid of all the garbage that was accumulating. This almost sounds like a a super villain's like plot. It's just weird. He hits like one thing and it's like, oh crap, and this. This caused the dump trucks not to be able to move and then and then there was riots in the street. But again back with the with the fire department thing, like it almost seems like a, a Batman villain like simultaneously blew up every fire department at the same time and it's like, oh crap. Yeah. He's well, crippled Gotham now. I, I'll tell you what this
0: has taught me, this game, is that if you want to be a super villain, all you have to do is take out some major roadways and you will fuck over millions of people in a city right away. Like, it is crazy. Like, without the right amount of flow for traffic in that game, my dump trucks weren't getting to the other side of the highway for, like, the other part of my city expansion in time to pick up garbage. People started dying from diseases because the garbage was piling up, and then there was sewage everywhere. Like, it got really bad, and it was all because I didn't have, like, two overflow lanes on one major road. It's really weird that way, but... That's kind of where the makes, charm it makes is think. maybe. It really does um, and it I even said that like after playing this game I will never bitch about how like city planning works again.
2: <laughs> I will never do it. <laughs> Have you looked into any of the mod scene cuz I understand it is quite healthy.
0: Yes, I have looked into them, but I have not utilized them yet, because if you use mods in your main gameplay, you don't unlock, like, in-game achievements and stuff like that to get other stuff. So I haven't really gone in-depth with that, but I know there is a first-person mode now. Like, before, you could scroll really far into your city, and, like, you would have a bird's-eye view of, like, the buildings and stuff, and it would be really close. But it would be cool to walk around my city GTA-style and just, like see what's going on that's another thing by the way is that you can click on any building any car any person in the city and they will have like a story behind them So, and you can follow them so it's like you click on this one girl walking down the street you find out her name is like Mary Sue or something and she is a high school student who's kind of happy right now and she's going to her high school and sure enough you follow her for like a minute and she goes into her high school like and you like, do yeah <laughs> It's so creepy. It's so creepy. <laughs> it's kind of cool, though, because, like, they each sim or whatever, the little people, do have their own houses, and those residences are named after their family name and stuff, so it keeps track of all that quite well, which is a pretty
2: amazing feature. Can't you also change their
0: names? You can change their names, yeah.
2: Yeah, because no, yeah. I was looking to Idle Thumbs, and one of the guys on that was saying, like, when he first started, like, a plane flu block, flew by so mm-hmm. he just renamed it to like cool plane and then yeah. when he built an airport they came in searching well he was hoping it, it didn't oh but he was hoping like maybe cool plane would fly in that would, which be, would cool. be pretty great <laughs> that would be cool yeah one of the mods that i had heard about that I thought was really cool is being able to control the planes like fly a plane i haven't heard of that, S- that someone put that cool. in yeah yeah wow
0: that sounds really
2: cool yeah yeah Um,
0: so yeah, City Skylines, like, if you're the type of person that likes SimCity games that aren't terrible, it's really, really (laughs) good. It is, like, like I said, I don't really even like city building games, and I absolutely adore this game and everything that
2: I did in it for the, like, probably 12 hours I've played of it now. So you're saying that SimCity 2013 was the SimCity we deserved, but this is the SimCity that we needed? Yeah, that's exactly
0: <laughs> that whole tirade I just went on. That's basically the one line summation of what that's I your, that's, to your the- say.
2: that's your thesis statement right there. That
0: that's it right there. That's the hook line okay. at the beginning of the paragraph. Uh, okay, so I uh, can talk more about *Or in the Blind Forest* because I have completed that game a hundred percent.
2: Okay, I completed it too, and I okay. got a problem with that. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in real quick. Yeah. Metroidvania style games. Yes. The entire the core concept of a Metroidvania style game is to go back and keep playing and find all the secrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the new game the lack of new game plus is terrible. Just the <laughs> fact that when you finish Ori in the Blind Forest, you are locked out of your save. That was the end of it.
1: Yeah. Like you can't even get to what? this point before it? Like you are No,
2: you you can't do anything. It's gone. You are done you're done with
1: that save. You're
2: done. It might as well not exist. You are locked out of that save. Really
1: weird. Although, Super Metroid kind of did the same thing, because the last save point in that game didn't let you go back anymore.
2: I can't even go into a last save point. I can't play anything. It's done. It just says on your
0: screen, completed, like, for your save file, and nothing happens.
2: It literally is just holding up space. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's hilarious. There is no positive to it. So, which is insane, because... I loved that game, and I was doing, like, I was running all over the place, and I didn't know when the end was, but I was thinking, like, well, I'm sure it's gonna, like, because it kind of mentions it, like, it's before you go into this, like, volcano-y place, the little fairy thing says, like, we might not be able to come back, and I assume he meant... Yeah, because I'm going into a place full of lava. I'm gonna die a bunch. I got it. I might not come back alive. Oh, you
0: thought it was like a narrative thing he was saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought like they would. The specific-
2: I thought something specific would come up because usually when there's like a no going back, something pops up saying you will not be able to return after this, like a like a yeah. you know like a user like a UI uh, message. But that yeah. never happened, and then I just ended up finishing the game, and it was like, ah, oh, crap, because I did a lot of it and I wanted to. Go back and keep playing it. Like, and I had so much fun with it. There's been times where I was like, I could just like start another game, but I, I don't want to redo so much of it. Like, I yeah. got like 90% complete. You know, if I was maybe 60, I might do it, but I, I did so much of it that it's like, it's not, I can't, I'm not going to do that again. But yeah. I'm just, I'm super bummed out because I had so much fun with it and I wanted to get absolutely everything because you get so powerful. And I was maybe like four power ups from having the entire skill tree completed. Like, I got really close.
1: But yeah.
2: Regardless, um, I absolutely love that game. I um, have my, 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 my full reviews on Comic Book Bin, but how did, how did you like it to the end?
0: It is really well done. I really like that game. I really like the pacing of that game and how it paces out all the power ups you get or, like, the abilities you get. So every time you get an ability, you have enough time to really get comfortable with it until they throw you into the next basic chasm that you have to get yourself out of with it and i think the ending is the perfect culmination of what video games should be where they're mechanics driven things that you are controlling so the ending should be a nice fluid combination of everything you've learned by playing the rest of this game thrown all at you at once and you have to do everything you've learned to get out of this place in this specific case basically that's
2: true. I had one issue with the ending, and just, like, I felt like they should have put, like, some save points, because, like, mm. it got to the point where it was, like, one-hit kills, and it was, like, man, I, I was going so far, and then, like, I hit the wall, and for whatever reason, they wanted this wall to be an insta-kill, just based on time, Are we talking about the last chase scene, specifically? I think so because I'm, like
0: i'm I, I have some problems with that last chase scene just in how the level was designed in that there are points you hit where like a thing will happen like an item will drop not an item sorry but like a say fl- uh, fiery boulder or something will drop sure. at the specific time if you go too fast because you are too good at moving with your character you can run into that. You have to kind of go with the speed they dictate with their, like, checkpointing system. So it's their rubber the banding game. again.
2: I it, wouldn't call it rubber banding. It's, it's not just really rubber have banding. A, they just have a really specific pace. They want you to go through it. And it's just, you have to be really tight with it.
0: Yeah. Because there was
2: another one that really threw me off. Is it's, it's a lot of the escape times. They have, like, really specific timing they want you to do. They are. Like, the, yeah. the, the wind one took me forever because it had a lot of like falling spiky rocks that it's just if you didn't know exactly where to hide as soon as that thing touches you re- restart yeah um so it's just it's just the, the you know it's kind of similar to like um a lot of the like chase things from like rayman legends where it's like no you have to constantly be running you have to hit everything like it's almost quick time event like in how tight they want you to do it
1: mm-hmm so
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that say, like, you start at, like, let's just say in a timeline sense, you start at zero, or whatever, this boulder will always fall at, like, three seconds, or whatever, so you have to make sure that you either dodge around it in that 2.5 to 3.5 second span, or, like, either wait for it to go by and then go, or just be faster than that completely, so... It's one of those annoying things that like, if you are going really fast because you've gotten used to how to move your character and go really fast, you can just run into shit. I would kind of prefer the rubber banding, honestly. It seems like all of the events, basically, for The Last Chase happen right from the beginning. They're all timed based on when the chase begins, not what point you are at in the chase sequence. And that's what's annoying to me. Sure. I could see, yeah.
2: Well, I think that's just because it's so specifically timed. So
0: Well, it's to keep fluidity of the whole mm-hmm. level because it's it runs in a very good frame rate, like on the PC version. Anyways, I haven't played the other one. I know John was having problems with it. So, mm-hmm. like, it obviously loads the whole level right away, which is why it does it. It's not, like, loading little bits and pieces as it goes. So that might be why, but I'm not sure. Either way, I, that game's great. Those,
2: those scenes are cool, definitely when you finish them, but my favorite was just running around the environments and finding the hidden stuff. Yeah, that stuff's really nice, for sure. Great for podcasting. like Amazing podcast for it. it. Yeah, yep. I love it. John, did you try it out again at all? No. Nope. No? Okay. He's just done. you just letting that one sail. You're past it.
1: I think I might be done with it, yeah.
2: All right. I think I got burned. Okay. That's probably no. fair. That's a bummer. I, I really liked that game.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then I went and finished Hotline Miami 2. So-
2: I've only played the first... I guess not including the prologue, the first two episodes.
0: No, I would like, yeah, episodes, not
2: acts. Episodes.
0: I would like to know some of your opinions on it because I've been like just spouting them as I was playing through it on Twitter. So like people might already know some of my opinions on it, but I want to know what you think about that
2: game. I I thought it was fine. It's Hotline Miami again. It's just more of it.
0: Yeah, that game isn't good. The Hotline Miami one is good. Hotline Miami two. What's they, what's not
2: good about it? It seems like it seems like the exact same game. It
0: is, but it isn't. They went too big with it, and the thing I liked about Hotline Miami one is it is a fast paced cocaine binge murder puzzle that you run into a building and there's like walls everywhere in different rooms, and you kind of have to think on the fly. You don't have to think on the fly, but that's how I like to play Hotline Miami one, which was possible because a lot of the situations that put you in were very enclosed spaces or corridors and hallways and stuff like that in apartment buildings or laboratories or wherever the hell they want to put you. Hollow Miami 2 likes to have these giant sprawling levels where dudes can shoot you across the fucking map because they have oh, great eyesight. Nice. Yeah, so there are some problems with, I think, just the level design in general. And they added way too many dudes, whereas one or two would suffice in like really good positioning they just throw four or five in an open area and expect you to deal with all of them, even though two of them have guns and you're not allowed to pick up a weapon because this character is not allowed to hold weapons and it forces you to play that way for that level. That's another... Well, I'm, I'm okay with that because that, that makes you play not, differently. That part's fine. I'm not okay... Uh, yeah, no, I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with them not tailoring the levels to maybe, like feel like there's a reason why like do cool things with this new cool play style or whatever they just kind of did the same thing that you could play with any of the different mass characters but they put you in a situation with a dude who only has his fist with like maybe five guys with guns or something like uh-huh. I don't know maybe it would have been if they had put a little more thought into the quality of like the level design I think it would have went a long way I will say though It is still, for most intents and purposes, Hotline Miami, so if that's the type of thing you want, this is more of it, but you will have to slow yourself down, get you still looking, like panning the camera out, and
2: using guns way more than before, and creating murder rooms. So I've only played the first two levels, so I haven't seen a lot of this, but that last statement you made seems like it'll be fine for me, because I play these games really cautiously, yeah, like, then, you know what, I'm, I'm this definitely would like, be better for you than one. Like, honestly. I definitely like, well, cause I remember there was this specific one level at near the end of the first one. I think it was like a, like an epilogue level or whatever. It was just one big open room, which I never finished cause I was like, I just don't play this game fast. I just can't keep running the whole time and shooting. Cause what I do is I, you know, I run into a room, I look around, I see where the closest guy is, If I can shoot them, that's cool. Otherwise, I'll make a noise and then I'll just bottleneck them at the door. And it's this really like scaredy wimpy way of playing Hotline Miami. I understand, but that's just how it is. The
0: only way you can play Hotline Miami two, you cannot run and gun in this game.
2: (sighs) Well, this seems great for me. (laughs) Okay, fair
0: enough. Uh, I like Um, the music better in this in this game. I was gonna say the music has
2: already been like great. It's way better. I I expect so. I'm looking forward to it. Like Hotline Miami 1 is the soundtrack just in the steam source files? You know Do you what?
0: Know? I don't know. I would be okay. interested to know that. I that would seem weird because they're selling the
2: soundtrack separately as well. Okay. Yeah, well, I I guess if it was, I probably would have heard of it by now, but I just remember that was in the first time it was like you can just get them all, it's it's in the, you know, directory or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's I'm I'm I want to play more of it. So. That story is messed <laughs> up too, and it ends it, it the last
0: mission is so fucking weird. The last mission okay. is kind of what brings it back to like, oh, this is kind of a literal cocaine binge. <laughs> like this is really weird. So Okay. It for me for the longest time I didn't like how it played mechanically because I liked the way the first one played that way with the level design. But the story and like the way it kept jumping around held me enough to keep going through it. And I can't say I was really disappointed, but there's a lot of weird jumping around that it's kind of hard to know what's even going on at all. There's a lot of flashbacks and flash-forwards and stuff like that, but all in all... I mean, if you're looking for a Hotline Miami game, it's fine. There's nothing really wrong with that. It just didn't play the way I like to play Hotline Miami 1. And I think if this was Hotline Miami 1, it would be totally fine and amazing. It's just the, the reason... I'm bitching about it is because I have something to compare it to. And the so. first one was just so much better, so you're like you're just being maybe harder it, on this one? Y- maybe that, yeah. I expected a little <coughs> bit more or like something I'm not sure, but yeah. A little bit harder on it because I had such a great time with the first one. I think it was my game of the year that year, even. So
2: So here's another question. Um, At yeah. the beginning it asks do you want to see like, a, like an aggressive sexual the scene? The rape scene. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the prologue episode, right?
0: Yeah, that's literally the first yeah. thing in the game. Yeah.
2: So I and I did that and I'm just wondering, does it ever go back to that? Cuz at the moment no. that just seemed totally unnecessary like like what would like so it doesn't go back to that. Well, cuz they were shooting a movie. It was part of the movie yeah. they were filming. Yeah. Does it ever go back to mentioning no. that movie? Or, okay, then I don't... Uh, oh, yeah. I don't, it goes back to the movie
0: concept every now and then, but not like that scene or anything like that. So is it
2: just unnecessary?
0: It is. Yeah, it's gratuitous. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. just... Like, yeah, that's super weird. Because I remember when it coming out, I was like, well, hopefully... Like, it's not... It's not... Rape's not great, <laughs> obviously. But maybe they're doing something with it, and it's a bummer that they're doing nothing with it.
0: Yeah, um, I I yeah, don't know. So, I think like call me a conspiracy theorist or whatever, but I really think it was just one of those things that they put it in because they knew that when they showed it people
2: would be talking about it and that drives sales. So, I guess, I mean, and like I played it just to like just to see what it what they were talking about, but I don't I really don't think anyone you need to see it. Apparently if you, especially if you get nothing out of it. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a, it's a tutorial level. And honestly, so. it's not even that
0: graphic or anything, like, it's not anything worse than killing a whole lot of dudes and, like, ripping their spines out or anything, but it's just there unnecessarily, like, it's just kind of gross, because if it if there was a reason why it was there, like, I don't know, I don't know if you can ever make a case for why you would have a rape scene in a game about just killing a bunch of mobsters, but... I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's gross. Yeah, it's like, it seems to right.
2: just be in there just for the sake of, like, we needed to turn... It's the second one, so we needed to turn it up to 11. It really does feel like that, yeah. But yeah. they don't even go far enough where, like, there's even more
0: stuff like that or, like, t- even more terrible things. That is, like, as far as they go, and then they're like, okay, we won't do any more of this because it's gross. It's like, then why do it at all? If you're not going to dial it up to, like... Fifteen, why are you dialing it up to a little
2: over ten? It's stupid. But whatever. I don't whatever. Um actually kind of kind of side tendent tangential thing I wanted to bring up. Cause yeah. when Outline Miami One came out, it was getting a lot of uh references um to like drive the movie. Yeah. Um and I wanted to recommend another movie I watched last weekend that was giving me a lot of drive vibes. I saw John okay. Wick. John Wick's great. If, have,
1: uh, John, have you seen John Wick? I've been meaning to see it for a while.
2: Yeah. Uh, in fact, you share a name with the main character. Yeah. You are not, named I'm after sure you... John Wick. I did. The it. patron saint of guns. Um, it's my favorite saint. Anyway, <laughs> I just, I would recommend that movie. It's brutal, much like Drive, but also real stylish and a great soundtrack. Um, so, yeah, but, like, kinda... very grounded, too.
0: It's not like the crazy John Woo floating through air kind of thing. It's very gritty, like, just execution-style, going into like, a room, throwing a guy down, and shooting him in the head. Like,
2: I get, Yeah, you're right. I would say in the way he's, like, what he's doing is is grounded, like, the way he's killing them. Because you'll even have stuff where he, like, shoots a guy but like twice but then wants to shoot him in the face but he well, runs out he of exec- ammo so he he needs execution to, like, styles reload. all of them he shoots them three times like twice yeah. and then one in the the head. one it's thing really weird. the one thing that's very not grounded is he is literally apparently the best killer in all of time cuz everyone knows yeah. of him oh everybody like, but th- but that's also great and i don't want to spoil anymore and i don't really well, think there's there as much spoilers like i love, like that's what i love about that too though is that he is
0: so good at killing that his main enemy in the movie is fucking scared of him. <laughs> like
2: Yeah. He... <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot of really good moments. That that cop moment is real great. Yeah. And like I said, yeah, I don't want to say much more, but uh if you're um yeah, if you if you like to drive, if you like Hot Mi- Hotline Miami, I would definitely recommend uh the movie John Wick. That was pretty I cool. agree. I agree. Um Speaking of driving
0: and guns, I played Battlefield Hardline, whatever, <laughs> I don't know. That that game is Bad Boys, if you've ever seen the movie Bad Boys, that's what that game
1: well, is. Well, that, that sounds like a glowing review right there.
0: It's actually really good, uh, and I've enjoyed a lot of it, and I am excited now that I'm back online, I can go back and play more of it. Uh, I don't... I don't particularly like the Battlefield games online stuff, mainly because I'm not very much into the online shooting. Like, I'll play them every now and then, but that's not my main drive. I really, really like the stealth in this game. A lot of the game is stealth-based, and it's done very well. It feels almost like playing stealth Far Cry more than it feels like playing a Battlefield game at all, which is kind of weird. But, yeah. Um... Stupid cop moments, like, saying dumb one-liners, and then, like, shooting a dude, and cars blowing up, and high-speed chases, is bad boys with stealth mechanics from Far So
2: is it, like, kind of tongue-in-cheek? Like, is it funny? I, do,
0: I think it takes itself seriously, like, way too seriously, oh. but it, it is trying to go for that bad boy's vibe, so it doesn't work out that way. It should be more tongue-in-cheek, I think. But, okay, okay. Uh, but, yeah, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I'm having a very good time with it, so... I need to play more of it before I can really form an opinion on, like, the game as a whole. Again, like I said, not huge into the multiplayer components, even though I did play a little bit of it. I mean, if you're going to play the multiplayer, I still just like the Conquest mode, the basic Battlefield, like, hold a position mode more than the other stuff. But people say that the other stuff they like way more. So, I don't know. You would probably have to decide for yourself. I'm just really, really into the career mode right now, the campaign. So... I'm going to see that through. It's it's dumb. It's a dumb game,
2: <laughs> but it's kind okay. of it's kind of good. I can't tell if this is like a, a thumbs up or like a thumbs down. It's kind of a thumb sideways with your hand like there sideways going. Thumb?
0: Eh. Well, like with your whole hand out going like, "Eh." Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, your your camera is uh, frozen, but yeah. Oh,
0: well. Yeah, no, I know. And if I try to fix that, it will destroy everything with the video layout, so that's why yeah. it's staying that People way. People
2: just have to imagine just yeah, paint a word picture.
0: Yeah, podcast anyway, so. Yeah. And then the final game I played is I finished off episode 2 Out of Time for Life is Strange. Yeah, let's talk about it. Oh
2: my god, it's so good. Okay. Yeah, I really liked it again. <laughs> Yeah, As I said on Twitter, this is my second favorite Twin Peaks game. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> love fir- all the Twin Peaks references. So many. So many. Yeah, there's yeah. so many in there. And, yeah, it's great. Yeah. What did you think? You,
0: How did you like it? I think it's the most important episode so far. The first one kind of throws you into this world with, like, quirky things happening. And it feels like, oh, this is kind of weird. You have this supernatural power and like, a very grounded environment with people acting the way, like, most college kids might or whatever. But this one started bringing in more characterization of the people around you instead of focusing just on Max. But when it does focus on stuff with Max, it's very subtle. And, like, there's a whole part, basically, where you find out... You find, like... It's weird without, like, giving out spoilers or whatever. But, basically, Max left... I think we discuss this. Her best friend Chloe, like early in life or whatever, came back and kind of like reacquainted with her and found out Chloe had a best friend that went missing between like their time together. And right, which is kind
2: of one of the big questions going through the series is what what happened. To what happened Rachel? to Rachel? And
0: why does everybody know her like really well? <laughs> but yeah, um, you go to like their hiding spot where they used to hang out or whatever. And there's just, like, little key moments and stuff that show that Max is actually jealous that, like, she left and Rachel became the new friend of Chloe and stuff. Um, But more importantly, just from a mechanic thing, this is where the mechanics and the story start intertwining a little bit, which is what got me super excited for what's to come, is that my problem with the first game is that it's an adventure, story-based, like, narrative or whatever, and your main thing you can do, the gimmick of it, is you can rewind time and kind of choose new options. In this one, there is... You can do that a little bit, but they started introducing this idea that Max cannot, like, control it all the time, and she kind of loses the ability, and you lose the ability to rewind time at the most
2: pinnacle moment. Okay, yeah, I was gonna ask, like, wait, does that happen multiple times? Because that only happened once for me.
0: It only happened once, but they they introduced this idea,
2: so now this is actually... A cool thing so yeah like, it's not a, it's not exactly like an expendable resource it's narratively she loses the ability to continuously do it and i wanted to ask you no spoilers whatsoever yeah um did the person survive yes. or not yes mine didn't oh, oh man, no! <laughs> i know right
0: okay uh, as soon as we're done this we have to
2: talk a little more <laughs> depth or something <laughs> oh my gosh we totally have to like spoiler cast this when it's finally done i hate that it's on a two-month uh release cycle we should almost just spoiler cast episodes as they come out because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna remember this those (laughs) would be way too short of episodes but um we could just make a 15 minute episode or something um maybe maybe that's true
0: so yeah the things i like about this one there's more character development there's more like there's a dude named david madsen who in the first one is just the most giant piece of shit, but he's a little more likable, kind of in this. Depending on like, I don't think so. I don't I hate I, that guy. I don't know. He seemed a little more affable, especially at the very, very end where they're doing like this panning shot of like the different people after like this incident happened, and he's basically like crying or whatever. So like his, oh, I'm fa- not sure I saw that. His facade is like breaking <clears throat> a little bit of being the tough ex-army guy. He was just like losing okay. his shit a little bit. Um, But like I said, more importantly is that the conceit of this whole time travel thing or like rewinding time and choosing new options. First of all, they play with that very cleverly and very basic and kind of just annoying gameplay gimmicky shit. Like collecting bottles is one of the things you have to do in a part of the game. But they kind of tie that into with your ability to rewind time kind of in a cool way. I. It's hard. I'm, I'm, like I'm kind of of
2: two it. of two minds with that part because when I yeah. first like find five bottles, I was like, I understand this is an adventure game. Are you literally making me pixel hunt like an old school adventure game? That's and what annoying. Th- that was annoying. But what ended up working is like every time I would select an object, I would just get more inner monologue from Max, which I just love because I yeah. just love learning about the character and stuff. Yeah. And specifically like. There's, like, a shack that you find in that area, and then you learn, like, a whole ton of stuff. So, like, it was like, oh, wait, I'm totally, oh, cool, totally cool searching for these bottles, because I yeah. just got to experience a bunch more stuff. Um, they
0: introduce a shady new character. Like, fully. He was always there, but they actually, like, gave him a name, and you talk with him, and he's kind of a piece of shit, but the bigger piece of shit is Nathan Prescott, and he needs to die so fucking violently. Holy crap. Dude, um... you have no idea how mad I was. I was clenching my fist. I'm like, do not do this to my character. Do
2: not fuck her over. Like, I was so angry. Um, I'm not sure if you checked... Uh, the stats at the end because you can compare with your friends and you're my I couldn't. only friend who has the game. I couldn't. I was <laughs> offline. That's, oh, that's weird. So I checked... Um, I was able to check yours. It must have updated. Was... No, 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 no. Sorry. I wasn't able to check yours because I, yeah. I played it before you did. I went back to the first episode, though, and we did, like, almost everything opposite. Nice. Um, that's awesome. So I'm kind of curious how ours turned out in the second episode. Um, sure. But anyway... Anyway, um, yeah, that's just a really great game. I love you. Kind of mentioned before, even though they have time travel, they still don't do like a, t- a ton like grandiose with it. Like, mm-hmm. there's um, there's kind of one puzzly section that you have to keep rewinding. But for the most part, even though you've just revealed your ability to your friend at the end of the first episode, uh, they just they don't really like jump into like we now you got to do crazy stuff. Like they just do stuff like hey, why don't you tell me what's going to happen in this diner? And yeah. like, it's, it's still just, like, real low and calm. And yeah, once again, really I just fun. wanted to point out, this game's, like, appreciation for music is great. Because they'll yep. just, like, instead of, like, hey, we have to go to the diner now, and then next scene, you're at the diner, there's an entire, like, bus ride where Max is just listening to, in her, to her headphones, and yeah. you're just, like, watching the town go by, listening to the song and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just... I, I'm... I love just being in this game's world, yeah it's, great. it's really good, but like I said, the most important thing is
0: that that whole fast or rewind thing where they make you like not be able to use it is such a good por- part where you're just like I would love to be able to rewind this no fuck you yeah like, this is real yeah. life there's no rewinds there's no redos
2: do this right and then I did yeah and I felt so good that's true um the last thing I was gonna ask is so. The, they're talking about a video throughout the scene. Is there yeah. any way to see that video? Dude, I was looking to. <laughs> like, I was just like, it's, I wasn't trying to be like, oh, I gotta be creepy and see this video. I was just like, Whatever, did I miss I it? Like, is there a way, like, I don't was think I supposed to is. go on someone's computer? I kind of like that there isn't a way to see it because they they didn't need to make that scene. They talk about it enough and you wouldn't get anything good out of being able to watch that scene, it would just be kind of creepy. But I was just wondering, like, is it somewhere in here? Am I just not finding it or whatever? But, yeah, yeah, just kind of an odd thing. Cool. Uh, May is the next episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. That's way too far. That's not cool. I know. Two months. Okay. Yeah.
0: And that is all I played this week. Finally, we finished all your games. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm going to go away now, I guess.
1: <laughs> Goodbye. We'll uh, miss
2: you. No, you just you played a lot. Um, j- uh, why don't we jump into me real quick? Because yeah. we talked about most of mine, so we'll just finish me off. Um, I've been playing Fruit Ninja Connect two, which I okay. didn't know this was a
1: thing. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I just it popped up on my radar a couple weeks back, so I sent in a review request for it. So I've been I played that a bit this week. Um, it's Fruit Ninja Connect again. Amazing. There's not really there's not really anything that new to it. There's a couple modes that kind of tweak the uh, formula, the smallest bit, but it is just Fruit Ninja. One thing I can't remember if the original one had or not is objectives to work on in between games. Like, um, <clears throat> if you guys played like Jetpack Joyride, it would have like three little sub objectives on the side for you to focus on while trying to also make it as far as possible. Mm-hmm. This game does have those and they're always really weird. Like, um, actually, the achievements too, they make you play in just the weirdest ways, like for one, like one of the new little modes is you're playing Fruit Ninja, but someone's also throwing Shuriken at you, so you have to, like there'll be a target coming on your silhouette, and you have to dodge it, right? It's just Fruit Ninja with like a, now you need to dodge something mechanic, or very similar. But then there'll be an achievement for being hit by every Shuriken that comes across. Um... Which is just weird. Like you would never try to play that way, and it's just funny that they make you play that way. I mean, told or,
0: by video Shinobi that happens in the original as well. But the original as
2: well. Okay, thank you for thank you for letting me. I couldn't remember. Um, but yeah, I guess t- kind of to a fault, it it's so similar to the first game. Um, yeah. but I still in- enjoyed that. It is a silly fun. There's multiplayer in this one, which I haven't been able to test out. I'm going to test that out this weekend. Um, hopefully that's funny. Apparently, also, you pause the game by bowing to the connect, but I couldn't get that to work, but that's a funny idea. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, so, I really liked Fruit Ninja Connect, the first one. I think it even ended up on my top ten list for that year. Um, hopefully, I, I get the same kind of enjoyment out of this one. And the other game I'm going to talk about is the second episode of Tales from the Borderlands. Okay. <clears throat> so, play through that. Um... Even longer break between episode one and two. That one, the first one came out four months ago. Okay. Oh, from what I understand. Yeah. Again, I was mentioning it before. I think it's mainly because they just focused on Game of Thrones because there's a much bigger audience for that. Yeah. Because we got like three episodes of Game of Thrones inside of two episodes of Tales from the Borderlands. Um, this second episode is really good. It's really funny, which I was surprised. I actually laughed out loud several times. Um, also, really buggy, I straight up had uh a moment where they do the title card sequence and they have this big song playing and stuff and, the t- and it was it was a great title card sequence. I quite enjoyed it um and then the scene changes, but the song kept playing huh. Like just, like, just over the scene. Like, I was like, is this supposed to happen? But they were just talking, and I was like, I don't think it's supposed to happen. I also had weird issues of just geometry not moving. Like, a dude picked up a piece of paper, and when he went to put it down, it stopped halfway through, and his hand just went down. And then there was a floating piece of paper for the rest of the scene right there. Oh, I, and I, I had
0: the same problem with Life is Strange. There's a part where you have to use a crowbar. That crowbar was just floating in that space for the rest oh, of weird. that
2: whole part. That's weird. That mm. is weird, and so I had that that thing uh, happen twice to me in, in Tales from the Borderlands. So, yeah, I don't have t- uh, too much to say about this episode. I quite enjoyed it. There'll be a review of, uh, quite soon for it. Um, I just, I really liked. I kind of like where it's going. The it, this uh, scenario is really silly and odd, and the characters often bring that up, which is uh, which is just quite funny. Loaderbot is the best character. He, every scene he's in. He's hilarious, and um, I think straight up at one point, they're, like, upset with Loaderbot, and he responds with, I am shame, which was pretty good. (laughs) Um, He's also into fist bumping, so Loaderbot's, like, the actual robot from the Borderlands universe that you want to hang out with, uh, (laughs) as opposed to being forced to hang out with Claptrap. Anyway, uh, episode two, I quite liked it, so... cool. If people have are playing that and they haven't played the episode 2 yet, look forward to that. Uh, John, what have you been playing?
1: Alright, uh, I've been playing a little <laughs> bit more Shuffle, unlocked everything, all the new content. Still enjoying it, still haven't paid a cent. Are you done? Like, have you been done everything with it? Uh, No, I just unlocked the last uh, EX stage, which is Mewtwo, okay. so now I'm trying to figure out how to beat that. <laughs> do you think you're going to be done after that? No, because they'll add more content before I before I'm able to do that. Mm. Okay. So they said in the next couple weeks they're adding more stages. So is this is
2: this bringing like an like are you interested in match three games now? Or are you gonna go play some? I've, Duel? I've
1: always kind of liked match three games. I just never really went out of my way to get them because they yeah.
2: weren't Pokemon themed.
1: No, because like I couldn't run Candy Crush on my phone. So and I okay. if, I probably would have gotten into Candy Crush had I actually had a way to play it. Mm. Okay. Tried out codename Steam because I finally switched over to my new 3ds. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. First off, the new 3ds really weird to get used to when you've been used to the original model. It feels like <laughs> massive, and it kind <laughs> oh, okay. of it kind of is because I mean here's the size difference if you're
2: Cause, yeah because you didn't have an XL yeah so this is the Nintendo size XL, difference okay. I went
1: from. Right. right. Um, I'm a little torn on that game. I'm not sure how to feel. Okay. Because I,
2: it, I mean, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm I, still I like, trying to finish it. I like so I the can aesthetics. It and it's hard.
1: I like the aesthetics. I like the gameplay, but you like the gameplay, but, um, for some reason, like the first early stages, just decided to kick my ass straight up.
2: Oh, they're all like that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't like. You need to progress through those levels at such a slow pace because there could just be an enemy that comes out of anywhere and does a lot of damage.
1: No, here's the problem. I was going too slow, apparently, because they just started rushing me.
2: Oh, yeah. No, and if you're going too slow, they'll just start spawning more enemies. So (laughs) the game's like, no, you need to get to the end and kill that, you know, that boss. I don't care if there's, like, mortar attacks coming down all around you. We're just going to keep spawning enemies, so you better not camp around. I was just
1: trying to find the gears, so...
2: <laughs> there are some stages that you can kind of that you can like clear out and then search for the gears. Yeah, but there's really quickly with me, it was like I haven't killed all the enemies, I haven't found any gears, but I have someone near the goal and I want this level to end.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like even like mission one, like one of the first couple of stages, I got rushed by infinite enemies and died a bunch. I was just like, what the hell? Isn't supposed to ease you into this a little bit more? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know.
2: I, I I'm still having troubles. I just finished a stage last night that I was getting destroyed on, and it is, it is, it is a hard game. How it far in the game to... are you?
1: Because I think there's like sixteen chapters, and there's three, miss- three oh, missions, three missions. There really each? sixteen chapters, <laughs> something like that. <laughs>
2: They're not three missions each. I know that for sure. Um, I think I'm on chapter. I'm on chapter seven. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Almost oh, halfway no. there, Sean. You're almost there.
1: Don't sound too oh, excited. I, I don't know. When do you have to have your review and... up?
2: Well, I can put it up kind of whenever, but it's just like I should get on it. But I just, so many other games are coming out that I'm enjoying. It's just hard to keep going back to this game.
1: No, I get you. I don't know. I'm still going to keep playing that. Uh, other than that, I've been playing Payday uh, Quick question
2: for your 3DS Um, with the improved 3D, are you playing
1: with it? Uh, tried it out. It actually started giving me a headache. Okay. So, no. How do you like the, the C-Stick? Is it as bad
2: as people are saying?
1: I kind of found myself <laughs> switching back to the buttons to move the camera. Which is also just... which sucks. Yeah. But it's not that yeah. bad. It's not a game where how you do, need quick how do turning. You feel,
2: how do you feel about just not being able to, like, see the map? I I really don't like that. I do and don't like that. Like, I understand it's supposed to be like, you can only see what your opponents can see. And it's like, well, these enemies know always where I am. But, anyway, yeah. I I want to play Fire Emblem instead. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know.
1: Like I, I realize playing this, the more I play it, the more I just want to play XCOM.
2: Just a better tactics game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I also... I. I never understood. I'm like, when you originally complained about how long the alien turns take, I was oh, yeah. like, oh, man, it's not that bad. It can't be that bad. XCOM does it pretty fast. No, it's really fucking slow. Right? Right? Yeah. And you can't skip it. How does that,
2: how do you do that?
1: And my favorite part is when uh, you're waiting around for an alien who's not even on the map to move.
2: Yeah, and because you can't see the area, you're just staring at a wall.
1: Yeah. and like You're I
2: literally th- not seeing anything happen, but they want to make sure you don't see anything happen i guess
1: yeah yeah it's, it's very weird i don't know uh i'm gonna keep playing it i'm gonna see how the amiibo characters are because i have i unlocked them oh, right but the missions i'm in right now won't let me add any more than the story characters and i don't right. and i don't want to replay a mission to test them out
2: yeah i would i could not recommend doing that
1: yeah so i don't know but it basically says like, yeah, they're in your party or they're in their your game until they die. Then you just have to retap the amiibo and then they get readded.
2: Which that's a weird game design. Yeah, the basically if it's that they're... easy to get them back. Why make me do that? I, don't I guess know. it's so you can't like share. Maybe. Yeah, I guess else. the idea is
1: that you need to actually own the amiibo to keep readding them. Uh, yeah. That
2: okay. What mission are you on? I'm or... not. I'm not too, I'm not too yeah.
1: far in the game. Like two, two. Okay. All right. I got really frustrated uh, during the first chapter because I was trying to run up to this health icon because one of my characters was low on health and then I got caught in Overwatch. Yeah. But the enemy stunned me and knocked me back five spaces, which I didn't realize was a thing because the game never explains that. Well and then the it it, it does and some up
2: in well because I know about it mm. and I remember reading about it there's a specific stage where there's an enemy that all it can really do is stun you mm-hmm. and then the game tells you which here's a pro tip if you get hit while you're stunned you get extra damage mm-hmm. so that whole thing is about these tiny little enemies stunning you and then a big one coming and like really hitting you hard
1: no this this is like straight up chapter one two no 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 I'm yeah. saying
2: later on you're gonna reach a stage where that's where the they case. finally
1: explain that mechanic yeah that's that's great because i was really pissed because i'm like oh he stunned me and sent me back that can't happen a second time i'll go for the health again <laughs> that can't happen a third time is, why does this keep happening
2: because this overwatch i hate overwatch so much yeah and if like an enemy sees you in overwatch you, like don't move because i've straight up been like okay well he shot me once now i'll go across the hallway and was hit like three times in a row because I kept thinking he must be done right oh oh, even
1: better is when you're like someone uses overwatch you fire without moving then they get their overwatch activated and you just keep alternating back and forth yeah it's a weird game yeah I have a feeling the more I'm playing this the more I'm thinking this is this has potential for a good sequel because I like the aesthetic. I like the idea yeah, the, the of the The comic game. book thing yeah. is
2: kind of cool, yeah. There's
1: a lot of things about the game I really like, but it's just there's a lot of things that are just like, no, maybe next time. But Fire Emblem 1, I mean, took a lot of work to get right in later games, so maybe it's just a case of that.
2: Well, this is not their first tactics
1: game, though. I know. It's like, well, the their first, their first game like this, though. That is
2: true. That is true.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'll keep playing it. 'Cause I just want to see where everything goes and see all the characters.
2: Okay. Seems... There are some cool characters, yeah, I'll say. That.
1: It does seem interesting. There's uh, also
2: some weird racial stereotypes, which I don't understand how you do that in twenty fifteen. Because Japan. That
1: that, I I guess yeah, so. Exactly. It's, it's not really a thing they discuss over there, so they don't care.
2: Like here's the Native American guy, his whole body's covered in tattoos,
1: and his name is Queequeg Nice. Anyway. Once you learn a uh, comment in the chat says once you learn to avoid overwatches, most of the game is actually pretty easy. Also, sub weapons help a lot. Uh, I was a little surprised that like at the beginning of stage two, they introduced an enemy that took away like a third or a third to like a fourth of your health in one move. The exploding guys.
2: Oh yeah, but they're easy to kill. They have like no health. Yeah. The ones I absolutely hate are these eyeball guys, where. You can't kill them. All you can do is sometimes stun them. I don't even know how... Like, sometimes I'll shoot them, and they'll be, like, turned off. Sometimes I'll I'll shoot them, and it won't work. But, um... uh, What was I going to say? They just... Whoever's closest to you, they just, like, rain this, like, ice attack down on you, and you can't really stop it. You just have to kind of run away. And they just pop up repeatedly forever. Mm. There's a lot of enemies where it's like... Because you're in this map, I'm now just
1: frustrated. I'm also not sure how I feel about the their save points per map thing. It's kind of cool and kind of weird. So there are like these little save points <coughs> around this, like, the map. And they're one-time use. So you can use them to basically make a checkpoint that you always go back to in case you lose. Yeah. And you have the option of using them to heal either one party member or your entire team. But it costs you medals, and medals are what give you better weapons later on.
2: I well, I like having the checkpoints there mm. because having to redo these stages, I would go insane. Yeah. Um, there's been a a f- couple times where I've, I think it's been like two times where I've done the whole set, re- restore thing, and it was like, of course I want to do this. There's no way I'm trying again. Um, so I'm I've been fine with it. You you get so much medals as is.
1: Yeah. So. I'm just I'm just not sure. I feel like it's. Or coins, weird. I should say. I the metals like are different. No, they're actually. They're metals. Those coins are actually called metals. Oh, sorry. It's metals. gears. Yeah. Gears, right. Yeah. I just find it weird that they designed the game around that to begin with.
2: I feel like it's. Oh, like the enemies are so difficult. It's like, well, I have this thing, which is nice. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Is, like, is...
1: if they had toned down the difficulty a tiny bit, maybe they wouldn't have needed it. But then sure. maybe it wouldn't yep. be as interesting. I don't know. I'll yeah. see the more I play the game. Uh, Went back to Payday 2 because it's uh, yeah, Spring Break did. in the game and they added a ton of content that they played last. Wait, you guys
2: said it's Spring Break in the game? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh,
1: they XP had an event game. where they were...
2: Oh. It's not like there's a Spring Break <laughs> level where there's just a party, but you need to like... <laughs> that would be great. No, I Like, wish. is it
1: 22 Jump Street? No, that'd be amazing, though.
2: That would have been awesome. Like, I'm thinking of like the nightclub level from Kane and Lynch. It's but so good. It's, Thank you but for you're actually, But you're actually just on a beach. And it's spring break, and you're just, like, sneaking through all these, like, mid-20-year-olds in bikinis with your guns or whatever.
0: <laughs> and your full suit and mask and
1: everything. Yeah, That'd and you're just so
2: kind of good. pushing your way through.
0: <laughs> yeah. So how's Payday 2 treating you lately?
1: Pretty good. So there's a uh, double experience right now for the month of March.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, And they also introduced Infamy level or 2.0. So now Infamy Mm. goes up to 25 25. instead of 5. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's huge.
1: Yeah. So I I started playing last week at like Infamy 2 level 70 or something like that. And now I'm Infamy 4. Nice. And the the goals were trying to get me to Infamy 5 before the end of the event.
0: So you could do that probably, yeah easily yeah, because you yeah. get an
1: extra five percent experience each time you go infamous unless you specifically get like the extra ten percent hmm um it's interesting to see the levels going by so fast now and you, after level infamy five you don't even need to pay the two hundred thousand or the two hundred million anymore it's just once mm-hmm. you get level hundred you can go infamous okay uh, and the all the new stages I hadn't played the last mission I played was the Diamond Heist Mm -hmm. and I guess a little bit of the Christmas Heist Mm -hmm. so they've added so much since Uh, you can drive cars in Payday now there's a specific mission where you rob like a a car dealership and then just drive the car to uh, off the map Mm -hmm. it's actually kind of fun but the driving is really weird it takes a lot to get used to also uh, if you accidentally move the mouse while you're driving then that's where your view is going to be But your your driving is still standard, like, if you were looking forward. So you could look to the right, but be driving the wrong way and get yourself killed or stuck.
0: Yeah, but you could do that in Arma all the time.
1: I guess that's true, too. It's what you'd expect driving in a first-person game to be, not the best.
0: (laughs) Sure, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. I haven't done all the stuff. I haven't done all the bomb missions yet. They seem really elaborate and interesting. Yeah, they're fun. All the new tracks they added are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they added New DLC came out yesterday where they added Molotov cocktails and flamethrowers. Flamethrower. Yep. It's a little ridiculous. Anyone you light on fire starts screaming, so it's a little jarring to be like shooting cops and suddenly hear screaming while they're dancing around on fire, catching other people on fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I like Is it still. It's just too real for you? A little too real. It's no longer a game, John. Yeah, I know. If you die in the game, you die for real. Oh,
0: no so
1: bad. <laughs> no, for I, that game. Yeah. No, I'm enjoying it. I like it. Cool. I like the new content. So, I so, still a good game. That game
0: is so different from a year ago. It's ridiculous. It
1: really is. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, after last night's stream, or sorry, Wednesday night's stream, we uh, there was a bunch of games that I got to the end of but didn't beat on stream, so I replayed three of them off stream to play them, or to beat them. Okay. So okay. it'd be the the Karate Kid for the NES. Oh God. Okay. Yeah, that's only four stages. That was pretty pretty short. Mm hmm. Uh, bad LJN game, pretty basic. Mm hmm. Uh, it would be Batman for the Genesis, which okay. was a another Sunsoft game. It wasn't. I thought it was just a port of the NES Batman game. It wasn't. It's a shittier game.
0: Yeah, because I was gonna say the NES Batman's really good. Yeah, well, but at it's least you good.
1: This, yeah. <laughs> You at least get to drive the Batmobile and fly the Batwing in this one, though.
0: Cool. Okay.
1: Yeah. And uh, one I play, ended up playing a bunch more after, which was Super Amazing Wagon Adventure. All right. Yeah. So I'd never, I'd never played this before, but I knew about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's like a really goofy-ass Atari 2600 version of Oregon Trail. You make, okay. you make three people, they get in a wagon, and then they go on this adventure to try to get wherever. They don't ever say where you're going uh but like different events will happen like it'll always start off with you uh in the plains, and you'll you'll like all right we need to hunt for food so while you're driving along in your wagon there are a bunch of like deer and squirrels coming towards you so you have to shoot them with your gun and just pick them up while you're driving along and you have to like avoid like skunks if you kill a skunk and try to pick it up you take damage stuff like that each character on your party has four hearts So then it goes a little bit later, like, oh, some bandits show up and start attacking you. So you get shot at by, like, these bandits on horses. And then they drive in with, like, a tank and start shooting at you with a machine gun. And then you get to, like, a river that you have to ford. You have the option of just, like, uh, caulking the wagon and fording across it, just floating across it. Or you can, one of your members comes up with a brilliant idea to jump over it. So you jump off of a cliff. Nice. But sometimes it sends you to space. Hmm. So, like, the first time we played it, we jumped so high, we ended up in low orbit and uh, shot down Sputnik.
0: Nice. Okay. It
1: just keeps getting dumber and dumber, basically, the way you go through. And uh, going on these different tangents unlocks new uh, carts for you to use. Like, I unlocked a spaceship. I unlocked uh, a Triceratops because I landed on Jurassic Park.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, not sure. Jurassic World.
1: Well, the I, before World existed, I guess. Sure. I glitched the game, and then I destroyed the glitch and got a glitch wagon. Cool. Stuff like that. It's fun. I like it. It's, It's goofy as hell. And it's just like... The only problem is it's a little RNG heavy, so sometimes you can have some great runs, and sometimes you'll have garbage runs. Like, the run I ended up winning on, one of my characters got killed by Typhoid. He just ran... The game was ran like, all right, this character has Typhoid now, which drains you from four hearts to one, no matter what. You always go down to one heart. And then... Any hit just kills them. So I got hey. and one and Wait, one what round. Is, what action, is RNG? Random number generator. Okay. So just random random luck basically. Yeah. 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 So random luck had another run had to, two of my characters get hit with diseases like that, and brought down to one heart. So I like I was screwed to begin with, but it's fun. It's like two bucks. Recommend it if you like Atari, uh, like simple Atari fun games like that. It's also a twin six shooter at times. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anything else? Ah! Castle in the Darkness. That was the last game I played. This is oh, a Okay, what do you release. think of it? I like it.
0: Okay, what I did not very much. I don't think it controls very well.
1: I think it actually controls pretty good. It doesn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is this game?
1: Castle in the Darkness. Uh, it's a, re- blah, a recent game released by Nicholas. Uh, it's basically a retro platformer, but it's like one of those hard platforming games. Yeah. You're this little knight that runs around, and your basic attack is your sword sticks out slightly in front of you. So you have to run around fighting monsters trying to save the king and the princess. Okay. Uh, it's also Metroidvania-ish because mm-hmm. like there'll be branching paths you can take or you'll have to come back later when you have a new ability. Um, right now, I forget how far I am. I just fought like a Gundam, basically. A lot of the <laughs> enemies and bosses you fight are like references to other things. Like one of the enemies was a giant bubble-bobble monster. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. There are some super obvious ones I'm blanking on right now.
0: Even like the NPCs and just the little characters too, are little references, a lot yeah. of references in that game.
1: It's really reference. Yeah, you, in one room you go in, you see a guy who looks like a purple lynx is, it's dangerous to go alone, take this. He makes a giant <laughs> chest appear, but it has one coin in it, and then he yeah. laughs at you. You can kill him too. Can you? I didn't even think of that. You can stab him, and he's like, ah, and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get anything for it? or
0: No. Damn. <laughs> I know. I was thinking maybe if I kill him, I'll just take all his shit, but I don't think I got anything from him.
1: No, yeah. There's weird references. Like, it's like Silent Hill. There's like Cloud's Buster Swords in the back of like a weapon shop. Um, there's a clock tower that at, when it strikes midnight, you fight a boss, stuff like that. And it breaks once you fight it because like a bolt of lightning appears when the boss shows up. It, it's fun. I really like it. I don't know what can, problems you've had with the controls. I find them actually pretty, be fairly tight and well done. Uh,
0: they, they don't feel tight at all. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It, I guess it's just one of those things that, I know it's going for like that retro feel, and it does mm. that. So, that's fine, but like... I kind of like when a newer game comes out, even if it's like retro looking or sounding. I like it mm-hmm. to feel like a newer game, but this feels like you would maybe play it on an NES or something with a controller. And may-
1: maybe that's why I'm not having any
0: problems with it. Yeah, that's probably it. What can- what type of controller were you using? Of PS3.
1: Curiosity? PS3. Okay. Yeah.
0: I also have this shitty fucking like Xbox 360 type controller. Oh uh, yeah, are on you, play- are you playing with?
1: Yeah, no, you <laughs> want a good D pad with that. With a with a good D pad, that game's pretty fun. I was thinking, like, I know you
0: have that USB NES pad. That would probably mm-hmm. be great for this game. That would, that be would
1: probably be really good, too. I didn't even think of using that. Damn. Yeah, Yeah, that would also be really solid.
0: Yeah, I could see that being good. With the D-pad I had, it was terrible. It wasn't very, it was very good. It's playable with it, mm. but it wasn't feeling No,
1: I mean, I looked at this game, and, I, and like, I watched a bit of it before I started playing. I'm like, all right, no, there's no way I'm going to play this game with a keyboard. It's going to feel like trash.
0: Oh, I tried so, playing with the keyboard. It's it's the worst. The key yeah, I had, a, are terrible. I had a feeling, I had a yeah. feeling. And I don't know if you can even change the key bindings
2: for it. You, like, you it can,
0: was, you can. Can you? Okay, yep. It actually
2: took hey John, a little bit... You know a game you should play. What? Volgar the Viking.
1: I have That's played good. Volgar the Viking. It's so good. Do you like it? Eh. It's, seems like it would be up your alley. I liked it. I. How many stages do you have to beat before you get to a checkpoint, though?
2: I have no idea. Because I, I, I was that playing on Xbox
1: and I got through like three areas and I'm like, wait, when am I even getting to like a save? Because I have to leave and I can't play anymore. Hmm. And I never went back to it because I'm not even sure if it even kept my progress.
2: I think it does. I'm pretty sure I reached a like checkpoint, like I never so I never, I never fought a boss.
1: That. I never fought a boss at all. I'm pretty. I think there's.
2: I've think definitely there's fought a
1: boss in that okay. game.
0: There's, checkpoint, anyway. there's like a checkpoint at the beginning of a new area and a checkpoint halfway through an area, usually.
1: Yeah, now, but that, does that save it so I can actually like resume Probably the game? Probably not. It, it, <laughs> it made it seem like I couldn't, which I'm like, I don't really want to do this again.
0: Probably not, but I haven't actually revisited it since I played it, so I couldn't tell mm. you, actually.
1: Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like Castle in the Darkness. It's pretty fun. Cool. And that's all I played. All right,
2: let's finally get onto the news. Aw, oh, yeah, some news.
0: Oh, man, that's not much news. No, it's not. Do you want me to start with what I threw in here? Go for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. All right, so that new edition of Dark Souls 2, the, like, remaster and expansion stuff, is coming out April 1st on PC, a little bit before it comes out for Xbox One and PS4. And there is a weird pricing model for it. Basically, If you're buying the basic PC version, it is going to cost you $40. If you are buying the DirectX 11 version, which is the upgraded remaster basically version of it, it's going to be $50. If you are, if you have Dark Souls 2, but you haven't bought any of the DLC, the upgrade to the like remastered version is going to be $30. But if you have Dark Souls 2 and you have all the DLC, it's going to be $20 for the upgrade. So it's very convoluted
2: and weird, but... Um, That's kind of cool yeah. that they piecemealed it, though, if you already have it, as opposed to being forced to just buy it all again.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. Um I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to buy it because it's a remaster and they kind of reconfigure some stuff with the enemy placements and making some enemies harder, adding some things. So it's basically... It's not going to be a new game, but it's going to be, like, maybe a reimagining would be a better word for it. So I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to the better graphics, I guess, like it is, it's going to look a lot better when they release it because they're basically releasing what they are doing. It's called Dark Souls 2 Scholar the First Sin and it's the release for the Xbox One and the PS4 and they're upgrading the PC version to be on par with that quality, basically. So I'm looking
2: forward to it. It'll be good. I think. Are you like, are you like sad you're missing out on Bloodborne? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that means that means yes.
0: I mean yes, but I can't afford a five hundred dollar game. <laughs> like I, don't, I would have to buy the system for that game. So exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, so wait for price drop, I guess. Yeah. So Bloodborne is dead to me. This is the new hotness coming out soon, <laughs> which is the old <laughs> thing that I know I like. At least there's that. At least I know I like it. So. There you go. That'll be a fun way to revisit that. So that's coming out April 1st. I really hope this isn't just some elaborate April Fool's joke, but we'll see, <laughs> I guess. Um The next thing is because, well, not because, but it kind of ties in with John Plane Payday. Payday 2, they officially signed. They're going to have two more years of full support for Payday 2, which includes... The free updates, the paid DLCs, and the expansions, whatever they want to do with it, they signed on for two more years of that, Starbreeze did, so there's going to be a lot more Payday 2 coming out, and I'm sure they're going to break and change the game every single time they update it with a big thing, so that game is going to be way different than we know it now, probably even, so there's that as well. If if you haven't jumped on the Payday 2 bandwagon yet, there's probably a reason to... To. Like it's gonna be changing and updating a lot, so you're not missing out on anything yet. Um,
1: I, I don't what know. What I'm curious about is what happened with that Walking Dead game they're also supposed to be developing.
0: I'm pretty sure they're still developing that.
2: <laughs>
1: so I'm There's not
2: another sure. Walking Dead game happening.
0: Yeah, Overkill is doing a Walking Dead game. Yeah, that I got announced that.
1: like half a year ago at least, probably mm-hmm. more. I'm surprised I missed that. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's probably going to be Left for Dead. But that's probably fine. I guess. Um, yeah, so there you go. More Payday coming your way for
2: 24 more months. Uh, okay, I I go, on, a, go with another, on another note... Uh, Zelda Wii U got delayed out of
1: 2015. Big and surprise. no one is surprised. No Everyone one saw that coming. I'm actually surprised at how many people are surprised by this news. It's like you can't be serious. Are I'm, there people actually surprised? There are, pe- there are some people, people legit upset. surprised, and I'm just like, I'm legit surprised they this.
0: announced it this
1: early and didn't just I- keep a hype train going until later on. <laughs> <laughs> that that too, actually. Apparently it's not even showing up at E three is what I've been hearing the rumor saying. Yeah, yeah. no, they pulled I've it. Out. Yeah. They uh
2: they said that on Twitter, specifically Nintendo of America did. Um but like duh, we everyone was saying that. So like we, we knew that. Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure every major Zelda has been delayed. Has gone through a big delay. So. yeah
0: speaking of Zelda delays and things we knew probably would happen or wouldn't
2: you're right. The uh, that Netflix uh, deal rumor that we had heard from the Wall Street Journal about the show, yeah, uh, that's not that's not accurate. It's not happening. Boom. Uh, let me try and get the actual quote up. So uh, Iwata said, "As of now, I have nothing new to share with you in regard to the use of our IPs for any TV show or films, but I can at least confirm that the article in question is not based on correct information." So yep. yeah, there you go. Um, if, I guess if you're a Zelda fan, you're really sad this week.
0: Or a Netflix fan, I guess. I just love everything fan. on Netflix. I don't even know Every- Zelda, but if it was coming out on
2: Netflix, boy, I'm on it. <laughs> it's got to be good. Yep. Um, and then, last thing I saw, this was weird. There's apparently a free-to-play online Halo game um, with the beta, uh, closed beta only in, available in Russia right now. Nice. It's called Halo, Halo Online. Nice um yeah no campaign it's a heavy modified version of halo 3 and uh i guess if you're in russia you can be playing that um it's specifically just for the pc so i guess there's no plans for coming to xbox one so they say but but who knows that's just a weird thing halo online have have I made it public on here? Like, have I talked about my Origin problem I had
0: two weeks ago when a Russian hacker hacked my Origin account to play my video
1: games? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> His name was Ivan Boom Ninety Five. He was in, like, I guess <laughs> I he was a like sweet name. He was like a twenty year old kid or something. He basically stole. I found out because I woke up early one Sunday morning and I never do that. My phone. Your Spidey sense was tingling? No, but like there was a message on my phone it, through my email and it was EA Origin sending a thing saying, did you request a change for password? And then I clicked the link saying, no, change the password for me now because someone's obviously hacking me. And when I did that, I got a Russian email saying the exact same thing from the or the Russian version of Origin. Or whatever. So basically, this kid had broken into my account and changed the password so that in the time between I got the email that my password was being changed, when I tried to change it back to something I was wanting to make sure no one else got in, he was getting the like, it was sending the email to me in Russian because he didn't change my, the email address for the account yet. So right. I spent all day calling EA what you do basically i found out is you go to put a support ticket into their main website and it says yeah we'll call you in probably like 6 hours or whatever <laughs> and i'm like okay i guess i'll just hang out here then and um yeah i don't know they finally got in that he changed the username for my account the email the birth date everything to all his personal information so they banned him, obviously, from ever using that shit ever again, so he's completely not able to use that stuff ever again now, I guess. But I had to get in by finding an invoice for the last game I bought, which was Crisis 3, like, two months ago, when it was on sale for, like, five bucks. So uh-huh. they had to go in through the invoicing, change all that stuff, and set it up so that if somebody wants to log into my Origin, I get a text message now. With a code. Two factor authentication. Yeah, that's exactly right. So they set all of that up. And Ivan Boom, if you're listening to this, go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Because that, like, it's not even the fact that you took my origin account and then not only didn't buy anything, but just tried to play Battlefield 4 that annoys me. But you've made me spend all day talking to EA support. And that is just unforgivable in the worst possible way. But, anyways, yes russia steals people's stuff and i guess he just wanted to take my account for a joyride because when i actually opened up origin again it automatically downloaded battlefield 4 which i didn't want it to do because like he had set it up to download or something i don't know it was a right. weird situation but fucking russia man fucking russia that was my story okay, questions yeah questions if you want to write in, you can do so at twitter.com slash TDP podcast or facebook.com slash top down perspective or top down perspective at gmail.com. That's the way you do it.
1: Mm hmm.
2: Great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just you uh You totally went robot. robot on that. <laughs> Thanks, Great. Robot Paul. You were, you
1: were no slowly problem. getting more and more static the more you were talking. It was if it makes fun. you
0: feel any better, it wouldn't have been robotic on my end since I'm streaming this out. So it sounded Great. okay. Cool.
1: Well, that's good. Awesome. <clears throat> Who's got first question?
2: I can do it. Um, Sai Yoshi writes, Hey guys, so everyone has games... Uh, that get lost or broken from time to time. So what's the best game you've lost or broke accidentally? Hmm. I don't really lose games that often. Uh, My copy of Pokemon Crystal is missing. My copy of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance is missing. That was a bummer. That sucks. Yeah.
1: My copies of Pokemon Emerald and Pearl are missing. So... Okay. It might just be a Pokemon thing. The only other game I'm missing is like (laughs) Marvel Ultimate Alliance... Slash Forza 2 bundle for Xbox. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: Back in grade 7, I lent some kid I didn't know very well in my school, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and Twisted Metal 2, and I never got them back. So ever since then, I don't lend games out very regularly, especially to people I barely know at all. And I actually keep that a that just like a good. Idea. And I keep a catalog yeah. of actually everything I own, including DVDs and books and stuff, like in a spreadsheet on my computer. So
2: when I lend stuff out, I keep that like a note on my phone, like this guy has this. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah. So I mean, I don't lose or break things very recently at all, especially since everything's gone digital basically in the last couple of years. So.
1: I
2: was going to say, there was another one, what was it, um, oh, my Sega Genesis is just missing, I would love to know where that is, but that whole console and all the games are gone.
0: I got an an extra console if you want it, not extra hookups, but just like the console (laughs) itself. I might have to take you up on that. (laughs) It's sitting somewhere here, I'll go find it later on. All right. All right. Garchamp87 writes in If you could live with someone video game related, who would it be? And the answer is Cooking Mama. Because mm. I would have a home <laughs> cooked
1: meal not, every night. Not a bad idea.
2: Oh, okay. I was trying to think like a real person. I was going to be like, uh, no one? <laughs> yeah, living with um, people is
0: kind of the worst unless you are like in deep with them. So. um,
2: Cooking Mama. That's a good one. Cooking yeah, Mama. Yeah, that's really
1: good. Damn it.
2: <laughs> i don't think i can i can really top like that. any millionaire
0: ever so you never have to worry about money i don't know
1: hugh Hefner yeah. from playboy the game
0: you're there gonna you go. be a playboy bunny john
1: <laughs> i'll be dude the with those
0: but with as much money as he has, I will wear anything he wants me to if he gives me some. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I understand where the bunnies are coming from. They're smart business women. Business women.
1: All right. All right. Next one. All right. Next one comes from Dan the Enigma. It says, "Have any of the TDP crew gotten to play GTA Online heists yet? And if so, your thoughts?" I haven't even played GTA Five.
2: N- no. I played GTA V, but back before the online heists. God damn it, Dan! You know it's not out on PC yet. Why are you twisting that knife?
0: <laughs> but no, I want. I, to. That's right. And it is not out on yeah. PC, right?
1: I've actually heard that the uh, heists aren't that good. I, I had okay. That, I probably.
2: hadn't heard anything about them. All right, okay. Henry writes in two questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: First one, uh. You are a game designer making an open world game. You make a huge expansive world with tons to do. When you play test the game, you get back critique along the lines of it's full of nothing <laughs> and similar to sentiment. You don't want to change the size of the world, it is as it is far too long, sorry, is it as it is too far along in development, but you want to make the world better. Now without changing the physical size of the world, how would you make exploring the world more fun, slash interesting, slash compelling?
1: But it's already got tons to do.
2: No, no, it doesn't. That's the thing.
1: Is it's full but, of nothing. But the first sentence, the second sentence says you made a huge, expansive world with tons to do. Okay. And well, then the critique yeah, says that you oh. didn't.
0: <laughs> well, the critique is that there it wasn't fun enough. Probably like I there's guess. tons to do, but it's all just minuscule bullshit, like Tomodachi Life or something.
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I guess, just add more stuff.
0: All right. This is what you do. You put in these things that kids have been raving about for generations now called Pokemons. (laughs) And you sit back and try
2: to count all your money. (laughs) All right. This is what you do. You put in these things that kids have been raving about for generations. They're
1: called trains. Kids love (laughs) trains. Trains are so good. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: All right. You put this thing in that all the kids are raving about. It's called Minecraft put in these minecrafts <laughs> everywhere and you're good to go.
2: Minecraft. <laughs>
1: uh, it's true.
2: My favorite game is this game that lets me play Minecraft, not Minecraft itself, but this other one. Yeah. Like how would you make exploring the world more fun, interesting, and compelling? Ugh. You add like a double jump.
1: Give you G- yeah, give yourself a way to travel faster but like a fun way like burnout style driving
2: or like crackdown style. You just, you jump higher when you collect ability orbs.
0: Yeah, that was really I good.
2: Put ability orbs in there and then you get to jump. Higher Actually, you know and what? Run Faster.
0: That is kind of like, that's a specific example, but that's kind of the answer is put in something that requires a lot of time investment. Just like a dumb little collectible.
2: But that you get something for. Like if you're not if you're not yeah. getting something for collecting, I don't care for it. But like sure. this this is something I mentioned with my Ori review is like the abilities in the tech tree were like worthwhile. I was excited to get an ability point. Sure, yeah. Fair enough. Alright, and his second question, uh now for John's museum, do you think he could just remake his apartment in Unity 3D and make it a thing you can host on a web zone? Granted it wouldn't be nearly as fun interesting compelling if you did it in his actual apartment but it would clearly uh, cause less hassle and be cheaper No but I can make it in Unity 3D I was under the impression including that the, museum... the streets that lead up to it. Is his apartment the museum? I was under the impression that it was like he would like you would start from scratch No everyone was
1: trying to make it my apartment be the museum His apartment
2: yeah that was the specific But then how can it grow? Then you have like a finite size.
0: It's already crammed. He's just gotta buy more of the apartments next to him and tear walls down, I guess.
1: (laughs) Clearly. I can I can legally do that. Or just just buy your
0: neighbor's apartment and make that the Sega room and then the next one the Sony room and so
2: on and so on. I think you gotta rent a space. You gotta have like a, a your own like you know, your own area to go to, like an office space.
0: Yeah, like a trendy loft or something that'd be nice and <laughs> trendy loft <laughs> John's video game loft okay next question comes from Brooke was there ever a time when a video game got you into a genre of music if so what game and genre I guess chiptune music mm. Vice City got me into that whole era of pop music that I wasn't alive for
1: okay Hotline Miami got me into Retrowave
2: Retro wave. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah, all I can think of. Yeah, go me go too. Can't anything else?
1: Yep. Okay. Next up is from MCJ88, McJohnson. Which consoles from this generation, and last, do you guys think will age the best or worst, like a decade plus down the road, once things like online capabilities are shut down?
2: Nintendo uh, products. I was gonna say it's Nintendo stuff, right? Nintendo, Nintendo will they barely have. Nintendo online. will age the
1: best.
0: Yeah, it really has, they don't have.
1: The proof is in the
0: pudding. Like, it's been doing it for the last thirty some years. So.
1: Yeah. Once, uh, like the Xbox Live stores down, or like the online servers for games are down and stuff like that, they're just gonna be like, all right, can't do nearly as much on this console anymore. The game collection has mm-hmm. essentially been halved.
2: So what yeah. do you think is the worst one then? If we're, if we're saying Nintendo's the best every time, what's the worst one? Out
1: of current gen, it'll probably be Xbox One. Uh,
2: Xbox. Is that because it's like so online focused? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could... Yeah, I'd agree with that.
1: And also, every game you put on that fucking thing takes up more space than the PS4 version does apparently, so... Based on the fact I have no hard drive Still, space have, left I I on haven't my one. I have run
2: into this hard, light, hard drive space I've thing, got 30 games I a, left. I have 30 games. I have games so left. many games. What? Okay. I don't know what you're doing, man. Feel free to uninstall Shadow of my copy of Shadow of Mordor.
1: I might have just uninstall Master Chief Collection. I think that might free up like 60 gigs at least there. Ooh,
2: that's true. Yeah. That's that's true, yeah. Does that work yet, by the way? Uh, I've been told it it's, it's fine now. Yeah, I'm okay. waiting for
1: them to put out that free Halo 3 ODST package. They're supposed to give everyone as uh Has that not happened already? I don't believe so. Okay. I'll leave that still good in development one, though. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I still need to finish Halo 2 so I can say I've played them all. Yeah. Alright, Cody uh, writes in.
0: Cody Hinsman sent this in last week, but I want to hear Paul's answer. Alright. Is there an item you currently own that if it stopped working would legitim Dude, my fucking internet was not working <laughs> for a week! <laughs> So yes, there are many things that I shallowly, if they stopped working, would be legitimately sad, but more importantly, if my family or girlfriend stopped working, I would be even more sad,
2: so... Well, are you saying your girlfriend is an item that you own? Because, like, hold on there, male white man. Male white man? It's about ethics and journalism. I get it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) it, it, It's satire. (laughs) (laughs)
2: i'm gonna Um, add on if my wonder swan or my japanese sega saturn (laughs) stopped i'd be really upset because like i went to japan to get those okay yeah
0: yeah um i mean if we're just talking little things like that i do a lot of stuff yeah i'm pretty sure
2: last week i said like my phone
0: the phone is a pretty big one more for me. I do everything on my PC, including that's like my TV and movie source as well. So that take like with my PC dying, it would take out the way like we do the podcast for my side. Obviously, it would take out my television and movie watching at home. It would take out my gaming console like it would be
2: a pretty bad thing. <laughs> so probably that. Andy writes, if you somehow discovered a time machine, would you go back into the past slash go into the future to alter anything? If not, how would you destroy said time machine?
1: I I feel like you can travel to the past or future and not tamper with shit. Mm. So you just
2: want to watch some stuff? Kinda. I'd like to what see would you go s- watch? I'd like to
1: see some actual events of history happen. Like what? Uh, like the birth of Jesus Christ. Um... God, I'm trying to think of some actual like super good things, like a couple world fairs, maybe. I could think of a lot uh, of
0: bad things, <laughs>
1: but yeah. Yeah. Columbus finding America. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid saying the bad shit, because a lot of bad <laughs> shit came to mind for me, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, so many bad things. There's like nothing jumping to mind that I'd be like, oh, I want to see this. Um. Yeah. I would destroy the time machine by using it to go back in time and
0: killing the person who made
1: it.
2: Oh man,
0: time paradox. (laughs) And then
1: you destroy the universe! Yep. I'm good with that, whatever. I fixed
2: everything. I think I'd be more interested in going forward in time. Yeah. And just seeing crazy shit. But then I'd probably go crazy because I know all this stuff, right? But then I could be rich.
1: Then then you would be altering time. I could take future
2: tech back with me. And be like, look at this! It's really weird, crazy this question. phone. It's in your eyeball. It's really weird. This
0: question came up because with the internet outage, I had to resort to just DVDs to like put on before bed after work, and I watched just, all the just Back to Smoke the Signals. Future. You, just, watched, you just looked <laughs> all, at fire for fun. We watched it all. We watched all the Back to the Future movies, and nice. so it's kind of weird time travel thing. Discussing that, that those movies o- do a good awesome job. How
2: awesome was a? Hmm. How awesome was Ball in a Cup? So awesome! I'm assuming that's all. You, that's the only thing you did all week. Yeah, ball. You're like, cup. This is the, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I wish the I cup. had it. I wish I had a cup and ball, <laughs> ball and cup. Yep.
0: Andrew writes in with two questions. Let me scroll down. Yeah, two questions. Question one: What is the most deceptive game title you've seen? For me, it would be Hyperdimension Neptunia U for the PS Vita.
2: <laughs> I could. See I don't that. really know what that means. Half, okay.
1: Half-Life Half 2, Jake and Bacon Source for Half-Life 1. What is that? That is a mod for Half-Life 2 that adds modes such as Snake vs. Monkey, where you play a solid snake and you fight the monkeys from Ape Escape. And okay. uh, it's, just, it's just basically an arena mod for Half-Life 1 that was actually really fun. They're working on the sequel now, and of course it's called Episode 3. Okay. <laughs> And it's perhaps so wait,
2: Deceptive, like, like where they tricked us into playing it? No, kind the
1: of? name made you think it was for something else. Like, they mentioned Hyper yeah, okay. Dimension Neptunia U for the Vita. I, okay, I see. Um, I, I don't... I, how often does this happen? Like, nothing's coming to it's, mind it's for me. It's not that often, to be fair. But.
0: It's not that often, because this is kind of how they... Do the business right it's to make sure there's brand awareness
2: yeah um i mean maybe i played frog fractions 2 yesterday and i didn't know
1: it there's Mm, yeah we still haven't figured out where frog fraction 2 is have we uh
2: i feel like that's like the big one once it's found or whatever I guess I could just say Frog Fractions 1, because Frog Fractions does not describe what you're about to play. No,
1: that is very true. It describes, like, the first, like, what, five minutes, if even?
2: Yeah, exactly. It could describe your first three
0: hours, if that's all you wanted to do, I guess. Oh, you mean
2: like me? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I did. Yeah. If you didn't figure out that you could go down, yes, there are people that did that. Hi there, Sean. (laughs) There's, like, a support group. It's Hi, okay, I'm Sean. Know. I spent two hours on the surface. It was, like, one hour, and I unlocked every single ability that there is, is in that game. <laughs> My God. The whole time, were you just like, why are people raving about this? I was. I was like, is that the joke? Is it just, like... Because it just keeps going, and... Because he was saying, like, when... Because you know how you get all the abilities, and one of them is, like, you get the dragon, and then you're supposed to, like, get out of there. Yeah, but yeah. But if you don't, you just keep getting abilities... And they keep taking away the same abilities. Like, one ability is like, you get the laser beam. And then the next ability you get is, you lose the laser beam. And it goes yeah. back and forth forever. And he keeps saying, like, kind of funny stuff. So I'm like, is that, is this the thing? Is this it? Is this funny stuff he's saying?
1: Anyway. Yeah.
0: All right. Second question. And last question. With the creator of Danganronpa confirming they're working on the third game, John, did you ever play one or two?
1: No, I didn't. Did. You confirm that a while ago? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I did actually get my Vita up and running again, though. Was it I not just, working? I just had it was just sitting on my coffee table and like it's like container just not doing anything. Nice. Okay. It had been dead for months, so I plugged it in, updated it, and downloaded a couple games. And now the memory card's full. So great. Yep.
2: I'm sure my memory card's definitely full too, but I still need to play that. I still need to play Virtue's Last Reward.
1: I still so. need to finish Phoenix Wright 4 and 5. so I need to play
2: 2 and the rest. <laughs> Lots of uh, visual novels to play. Word. Uh, th- that's it for questions. Um, once again, if people want to write in for next week, it's uh, at TDP Podcast on Twitter. There's the Facebook group or Perspective at gmail.com. Uh, what's your guys' games of the week?
1: I've given it to Payday 2 too much, so I'm going to say Castle in the Darkness.
2: You can't give it, you can't do that. It's got to be the one you had the most fun with this week. All right, then Payday 2. It's the rules. Can I name two, one from last week
0: and one from this week? Because last week's was uh, indefinitely City Skylines. There wasn't even a question. And this week, it's definitely Life is Strange Episode 2 out of time.
2: So nothing for Ori?
0: No. Ori was, a, Ori was a solid constant throughout two weeks, but those were my highlights of the week separately.
2: Mine's definitely hard. Ori or Life is Strange 2. And I... I, I gotta go Ori. I had so much fun with that on the weekend. Alright. Cool. Alright. Yeah, that does it. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Um, we'll be back, hopefully, at the regular scheduled time uh, next week. See you later. Later. Bye.